the last time you wrote a comment on the internet? Maybe I should narrow that down to the last time you wrote a comment on the internet that wasn't about politics. Was it this week, this month, this year? It seems like we all do it a lot less than we used to, doesn't it? On blogs, it has declined and by quite a lot. SpinSuck still sees pretty good engagement on our blog posts, but we've noticed a decline too. This week on the SpinSucks podcast, we're talking about conversations online, where they're going, and how you can still use them to get information, make connections, and add to conversations. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. All right, let's talk about dark social media. I don't mean the parts of the internet where you're afraid to use your real name. I mean the places where conversations take place a little more privately in smaller groups with less outward visibility. Slack channels, Facebook groups, and membership communities, for instance. Conversations we once had publicly have gone dark. In fact, lots of popular blogs and news sites have removed commenting altogether. Low engagement and trolls don't make for a good return on investment. Is it even worthwhile to comment on blogs anymore? It is. It really is. Not just as a blogger who is happy when people comment on my work, but to learn things. When readers comment on our articles, it's pretty easy to figure out if what we're talking about works or doesn't work for them. It's much easier to get a sense of what's important to the people we serve. That's valuable to any business or brand. I recently wrote an article about the decline of comments. You see, I had a theory. It seemed to me people were still as engaged as in the past, but more so in those dark social networks. My theory was that we were beginning to lean more toward privacy, and most people don't want their bosses or clients to see what they have to say in public forums, such as on news articles and blog posts. It created a great conversation. Some people did agree with me, but they were in the minority. More people said it's just become too cumbersome. Either they'll leave a comment and never get a response, or the trolls come out and attack them, or they simply don't have anything else to add to the conversation other than, great article! When you combine that with whether or not there's a return on your time, it becomes a mass exodus from public commenting. Of course, that supports my theory that people are still engaged in dark social, but not fully for the reason I thought. In the private places, such as Facebook groups and Slack, people know they are among their own, so they're not going to be attacked by the trolls or people who don't understand the context of the conversation. Had I not written about it, I would have gone on my merry way with my own theory without testing it. Okay, that's great for customers, leads, or audience, right? Of course you want them to comment on you and your clients' blogs, but should you comment? While the glory days of commenting and having discussions on blog posts may be coming to an end, there are some powerful things you can learn by being an active commenter yourself. What makes you want to comment? What personally is enough of a push to get you to hit publish on a comment? That is. If you wouldn't comment on the content that you're creating, why would anyone else? Look for places to share your opinion and notice what made you want to do so. If you're feeling anxious about it, here are three ways for you to get out there and start making some comments, and you can get two more and a complete shutdown of the most common reasons not to comment over on the blog post that I wrote. The link is in the show notes. All right, so the three ways. Number one, the introduction comment. So it goes like this. I've been reading your blog for a long time. X number of months. And this is my first time commenting. This specific article has made an impression on me because blah, blah, blah. 
This is a really great comment to make because content publishers actually do read your comments. They really do. They may not comment back, but they do read every single one of them. Blogs and other comment writing materials are like our babies, and we want to know who's paying attention, who thinks they're cute, and who thinks they're ugly. When you introduce yourself as a longtime reader, first-time commenter, you're almost guaranteed to get a response and to start to build a relationship with the author, which is critical in earned, owned, and shared media. And as it turns out, blog commenters become friends. Every single person on my team was first a SpinSucks Engaged community member. We always place priority on those resumes, and we rarely even interview someone who isn't already engaged with us. We find they're far better suited to our culture and our organization because there's a pre-existing relationship. But it's not just business related. We can lay claim to a SpinSucks wedding. A couple quote unquote met in the comments of the blog several years ago. They liked one another so much they started to Skype. Then they flew to a mid location for each of them to meet in person. And the rest, as they say, is history. So that's the first way, the introduction comment. Number two, the life work application. As you read, watch, or listen to the content, share the idea that first hit you. I consume content that way. So many thoughts bubble up that get solidified as I continue down the author's path. At Spin Sucks, we accept guest authors, and I find myself taking notes when I read their articles for the sole purpose of contributing intelligently to the conversation. You can do the same. Jot down a few bullet points to yourself and then use those to leave your comment. The next step from here, then, is to talk about how you use that information in the content to accomplish or solve something. This is not only great feedback and information for the author, but it can help other readers as well. A couple of months ago, I wrote an article about how to get paid for your value and expertise versus by retainer or billable hour. In the comments, a crazy good conversation was had about how to position yourself for different financial models, including equity, bonuses, and more. Several people commented on the things they've tried, what worked and what hasn't worked. Other readers asked questions and got more information, and we soon had a great plan for many to try when negotiating new contracts with clients. So number two is the life work application. And then number three, you can share your immediate reaction. If you agree, disagree, learn something new, have something to add, share a bit about yourself and why you had that reaction. But be respectful. We once had a man go after someone in our community late on a Saturday night. It was pretty clear he'd been drinking, but it wasn't a good excuse. We don't tolerate that kind of behavior, and we require respectful discourse. I warned him once, and he didn't stop, so we removed him on a Saturday night. The next morning, Sunday, he emailed me to say he was trying to comment on Spin Sucks, and, and he couldn't, and so I told him why. Of course, he was mortified, um, and, he, and he begged to, to be able to come back, and I told him no. He clearly could not be trusted with a laptop, access to a community, and beer, and we've not allowed him back. If you're using comments to build community and engagement, moderation is extremely important. There are plenty of trade publications and blogs I refuse to comment on even when they run my content because they don't moderate and they don't require professionalism. It's not worth the energy or the angst. If you want to encourage engagement, it's your responsibility to maintain the level of communication. And it's not hard. It makes me crazy when people say they don't do it because it takes too much time. That's baloney. It takes hardly any time. If you use a commenting platform such as Discuss and set your flags appropriately, you'll likely only have to clean out bad or spam comments once a week. There are the exceptions, of course. If you're the New York Times, it's going to take a lot longer than you are if you are Spin Sucks. All that said, a lot of the most vital conversations happening on social media are happening on the dark side. 
I hear they have cookies. But the case is still there for you to be making and encouraging commenting on your own content publicly. You just need to make sure it's worth it for your community, that it's a good experience for them and that you're practicing what you preach. So public social or dark social, I want you to get in touch. If you feel like taking a risk and joining a conversation in the full light of day, head on over to spinsucks.com, choose an article at your will, and make your voice heard. If you want to join us on the dark side, then find us on Facebook or join the amazing SpinSucks community. The links to both are in the show notes. Next week on the SpinSucks podcast, we're going to be trying something new and doing a SWOT analysis, the one that led us to this podcast. It's going to be interesting and educational. Dare I say it will be edutainment? I dare. You will be edutained. No pressure on myself. See you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the SpinSucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 